Well, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You're on The Real Talk Podcast, a part of The Real Talk Broadcast Network. Please visit our podcast website at www.bishoprejohnson.podomatic.com. Please support this podcast. Amen. We can't do it without you. Amen. There's a PayPal button there. Amen. If you're a part of the family of podcasters and you enjoy what God is doing, please support this podcast. Well, good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to the Real Talk podcast. You're on the air this afternoon with myself, First Lady Deborah Johnson, and my host this afternoon, Missionary Jane Gray. Good afternoon, Gray. How are you? Good afternoon, Mother. It's a pleasure to be here. It's thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you for stopping by this afternoon. Love you. You know that. Amen. But you know, I, I was, Sister Gray, I was looking through my scriptures again, as I normally do. And God gave me something on the women in the church. Mm -hmm. What are our roles? What should be our roles? Amen. Amen, Mother. That is an awesome topic. And I believe our roles should be whatever God gives us. God gives us different roles for um, different individuals mm -hmm. based upon our relationship mm -hmm. with him. Mm -hmm. So if we look into that, then we would be able to identify exactly what he would have us to do and what our purpose is. Right. Today. So different roles, different purpose. So which took me to uh, Timothy. Yes. And that's the first Timothy uh, chapter three. And I'll read a few verses. Amen. Amen. And it says, this is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desire a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, and am to teach. When I looked at that, you know, it, 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 it just says men. So what do you, how do you feel about this? Do you feel that a woman uh, can have the uh, office of a bishop or an elder or overseer? adjutant, all these different titles that we have now that are yes. in the church. How yes, do you feel absolutely, about that? Mother. I'm glad you asked that because if you look at that scripture, it said this is a true saying if a man desire the office of a bishop. Now, we know God does not identify us as male or female Amen. as far as our gender is concerned, mm -hmm. but he identifies us as men in general. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because, Amen. you know, there's no respect of person with God and his word right. as far as our roles and our positions is concerned. Right. So there's no male or female in God when it comes to the work yes. of, of, of the ministry. There is neither male nor female. In other words, God made us all in his image. Yes. He made us male and female. Yes. But when it comes to the work of the ministry. There's neither male nor female. Amen. So it says the bishop then must be blameless. Mm -hmm. Then the husband must be have one wife, uh, vigilant, sober, um, of good behavior. So these are the attributes you must have in order to be in this leadership position. Mm -hmm. So. If this female, myself, mother, you mm -hmm. or any other, uh, the other women in our church, mm -hmm. if we are living the word of God, if we are studying and we 
are in the position where God would have us be the bishop, then that's what it should be. Mm. Well, missionary, what about this part where it says a bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife? Amen. Well, we can look at this mother in two directions. In the spirit realm, then we are the wives, mm -hmm. male and female. We're the bride. The church is the bride. So it, it still, it doesn't matter what your agenda is when it comes to Christ. When you're connected to God, you are in the position to be a leader in, as far as a bishop is concerned, a pastor, a missionary, whatever it may be. So the women can serve as elders and pastors, and they can be over the male figure. But I have another question here. Can a woman teach a man in certain situations? Well, that's one mm. of the things that I do right now today, Mother. I am one of our, our uh, Sunday school teachers. I teach um, Christian education, and I've been okay. doing that now for about three or four months. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I believe I'm right where God wants me to be because it wasn't given by bishop or, or myself or overseer. This is what God had us to do. So you feel that a woman can teach a man in certain situations. Yes, ma'am. In certain circumstances. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And there's several other things that we need to um, address as well. Why is it only women that are put in the positions as, as ushers mm -hmm. or as um, the the lower positions the in kitchen the kitchen duty when it comes to making the serious decisions in the church um, as far as finances is concerned or um, who's going to speak as far as um, outings and the, the ministry outreach work. Only the men in these ministries are making the ultimate decisions so you feel that the men, and the women are excluded. Mm -hmm. So you feel that the men, they want to take the, the, the glory seats. They want to take the high seats all the time. Huh? Is that well, what we're saying uh, this afternoon? That they want they want the shine. In other words, put me out front, I want to go visit this church, and I want to preach, and I want to teach, and you just sit there. Well, we have to talk about why. Is it because this is what God has given them, or is it their egos? Mm. Be, 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 because I believe the women in our church today, we are as educated as far as scriptures is concerned. And we're, we're doing praying. Mm -hmm. we're, we're doing a lot of fasting. Mm -hmm. we're, we're doing what God would have us to do. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, more so than some of the men in the ministry. <laughs> so right? it takes me to this scripture also where it says, whom God call, then he qualifies. That's Many right. are called and few are chosen. But whom he calls, he qualifies us to do this and beyond. Yes, Amen. Yes, Amen. This yes, is a very good subject. So <clears throat> when you go back to the scriptures where in 1 Corinthians where Paul um, addressed the church, church of Corinth. Mm 
-hmm. when he said for the women to be silenced, Mm -hmm. men are also using that as one of the scriptures to sit the women down and and where they don't have a voice, where they are not able to go into the pool pit. They are not able to sit behind or in in front of the congregation and address different questions that may come about. So why did Paul do this? Why did he say this? Well, we have to think about, Mother, what was going on at that particular Mm -hmm. time in the church. Why did Paul say for the women to sit down? Mm -hmm. There was a lot of prostitution going on. There was incest. There was um, homosexuality. There was so much going on where Paul wanted the women (coughs) to be separated from the men. Mm -hmm. And also a, a lot of the women at that time. They were not in the position we're talking about right at the time where um, grace had come into uh, effect. Take your time. Now, we were coming from the law into grace. Mm -hmm. And at this time, at this point, women were not in the position, a lot of them, to Mm -hmm. do these things. Mm -hmm. But we have to go back as far as, you know, the Old Testament is concerned. How did God address the women. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did God speak to the women in the church? All right. Come on. Come on. So, and I won't say, did he speak to the women of the church, but he did speak to someone that it came to my mind. Who was that? Um, Samson's uh, mother. Amen. Yes. Remember it says the angel came and spoke to her. Amen. Yes. So yes, he did speak to the women. Yes. If you look at uh, Ruth and Naomi, Naomi had Ruth go and lay at Boaz's feet. Mm-hmm. At that particular time, she wasn't even supposed to be in the presence of any men, period, under Judaism. And then also look at Hannah and Eli in the temple. Mm-hmm. That's another example. Mm-hmm. And if we want to bring it to today, let's look at Martha and Mary. Here you have the flesh versus the spirit. You have Martha that represents the law under Judaism. Mm -hmm. She's concerned about the works. Now, she wasn't wrong because at this particular time, that's what was going on in that day. So, Mm -hmm. but then you look at Mary. Mary, she's in the spirit. She's connected to the spirit. She's connected to Jesus. She's looking for the Messiah. Mm -hmm. She's looking for someone that's going to fill her and lead her into eternal life. Mm. And so she's down at Jesus' feet just crying and weeping. And she uses her Mm. hair to, to just dry up the tears. So you have Mary showing us that women will in the future have a place in the church. We will be able to yes, speak. We, do. we will be we able do. to minister the word of God. Yes. And that, that's a perfect example. Mm, yes, yes, we do. Yes. You know, and I, as you were going on, I don't want to slow you down, but I went to Genesis. Genesis mm-hmm. 1 and 27. Mm-hmm. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So we're all created in the image, the express image of God. Yes. So we're are called to do his work. We can preach his word. Mm-hmm. We can carry this ministry where it is supposed to go. Amen, mother. Let me take you to the book of Acts, 
uh, chapter one, verse eight. And it's, it says, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come up on you and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Mm -hmm. And it says ye will be witnesses. Mm -hmm. It does not say male or female. Time. All it right. says you will be witnesses after the Holy Ghost has come up on mm -hmm. you. And then I'm also going to take you to the day of Pentecost when it says there were 120 in the upper room. You had Jesus' disciples and it also says you had Mary, the mother of Jesus and the other women. And it said they all spoke in other languages. It does not say that they spoke in tongues, but it said they heard them speak in their own languages. So here you have women standing there with the men, and they're all at this particular time proclaiming the goodness of Jesus and the gospel. So they are actually preaching at this moment. So there is neither male nor female in God's kingdom. No, Amen. mother, not all at right. all. all right. Let me take you to Job mm -hmm. chapter 2, verse 28. Mm -hmm. And it reads, And it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, mm. and young men shall see visions, and old men shall dream dreams, mm -hmm. and on my servants and my handmaids, mm. I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. Mm. And this exact scripture is in the New Testament. If we go to Acts 2.17, it reads... They shall prophesy, mm. men and women. So prophesy really means just to preach the to word preach the gospel. of God. Thank the Lord for Missionary Gray coming on with me this afternoon. And we thank you for listening to the Real Talk podcast. Amen. Close us out, Missionary Gray. Amen. So, Mother, in closing, I just want to say to all the women, all the women that have a desire and they have that burning inside of them to speak the word of God, to be witnesses, to go out and, and, and minister his word. You move forward. We're going to move forward because we need to have more women connect to other women. So if you are fasting, if you're praying, if you are where God needs you to be, I say speak the word. Amen. 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 And Sweet. Father God, we thank you once again for, for just God showing up and showing out. Thank you for <laughs> healing. Thank you for deliverance. We thank you, Lord. Jesus' name.